1: I remember, like, enlisting some help from, like, the older girls in, okay. my, in my boarding house the first time there was, like, a school disco with a boys' school. Yeah. And they gave me a makeover. And it was, like, it was, like, a kind of, like, a clueless makeover. Because it sounds like something from it literally Clueless. It was, like, something from Clueless. Yeah. And, you know, they just put makeup on me mm-hmm. and, like, straightened my hair. Because the straighteners then, hair straighteners were, like, only just things. thing. Was, but like, a GHD. Yeah. It was, yeah. like, it was just something, like, exploded. Yeah. Kind of, like, yeah. how have we not had yeah, these yeah, before? Yeah.
2: Hello and welcome back. This week's guest is Millie McIntosh. Millie started her career working with makeup at MAC and then became one of the original cast members of Made in Chelsea, which propelled her to dizzying heights of fame. Since leaving the show, she's become a health and beauty influencer and has just launched her second makeup range with boots. In this episode, we talk about that journey and we also talk about the things that have really impacted her confidence throughout it. So the acne she had from when she was very young, and also fitness, which she came to later in life, but has found enormously positive and helpful. So here's Millie McIntosh. So I always go back to childhood with guests on Beautiful Lives and um, want to talk to you about your youth in Wiltshire. I'm imagining you sort of running around in like brown corduroy and and maybe like riding horses. Is that fair? There was riding
1: horses, there was riding bikes, there was like climbing trees, there was, you know, making dens Mm -hmm. and... Going off, yeah, on country adventures. I was definitely very yeah into the outdoors.
2: So, did beauty play a role then? There was from
1: quite an early age, like um, you know, the kind of the makeover, you know, mm-hmm. would be part of my games as well. So, like letting me, like my my sister would also like let me, let me like dress you up. Mm-hmm. And so, I think I was very interested from quite a young age in this kind of transformation that you would get when you, you know, would put on a different outfit. Mm-hmm. And then also, I guess that with beauty as well yeah. and I would be really obsessed with watching my mum get ready so if she was going to a party or a dinner party or you know I, I would just love to sit and watch
2: her do her mm-hmm. makeup and do you remember any particular products or were you stealing any from her what was going on I, was, I,
1: was, I remember the lip, lipstick I think lipstick's always one that you kind yeah. of remember like lipstick and perfume just watching her like the mm-hmm. way she'd you know kind of she would always she's very natural and she never wore and still doesn't wear like a lot of makeup mm-hmm. she's it, it's not really her vibe so she would just maybe she wouldn't do a kind of a really full face but she'd do you know mascara she'd do a like, like lipstick and do her hair and yeah we just used to love watching her do
2: it. So beauty was for you something that was something to enjoy it came with transformative powers transformative but it wasn't powers, yeah but it wasn't like a a massive feature of your childhood. Like the first product he
1: ever had was like a glitter nail polish that I, was, I remember, I remember the colour, you don't know, you remember these things so yeah, well, yeah. but it was like, it was from a toy shop, so it wasn't, it was like, you know, it was toy nail varnish, yeah. so, you know, it, it, you, you put it on, you could paint it onto your nails, but then it almost like, you peel it off again. Oh, fun. So it wasn't like, you know, as permanent as was yeah. like.
2: What colour was it?
1: It was like, like, like lilac purple. Nice. And it was like glittering.
2: Oh, lovely.
1: <laughs> I, I remember it so clearly. Yeah. Um, but I remember being a bit disappointed in it because I was like, oh, it's not the proper stuff. Mm. You know, this is like, I kind of realised I'd been fooled into thinking I had some grown-up beauty product yeah. when I was, I must have been about six, but actually it was like a toy. Mm. And when I was at my granny's house, I think I was, said to her, or well, my parents used to do something, if they went on holiday or something, they would leave us with our grandparents. And I remember saying, you know, I don't have any any proper nail varnish. and my And my granny just put out like this whole tray of different reds. And she must have had about... 10 different red nail varnishes Ooh. all slightly different reds okay. they were like you know chanel ysl like really like, fancy fancy ones and i was like wow and she was like have whichever one you want and it was like i remember that was my like first moment of really appreciating mm. the packaging like the feel how it made me feel
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and i was just so excited and i just remember like really treasuring it It was like a pillar box red yeah chanel
2: those memories are—they're just it, extraordinary. Yeah, how much are. it imprints, isn't it? Yeah, that first and, and thing. I,
1: I literally remember like the bathroom when we—you know—I really can
2: picture like the exact scene of when she gave mm. it to me. So when you were growing up and you got to like sort of you know twelve, thirteen or whatever, yeah. how did you feel about the way you looked? Did you did did the way you looked take on a new importance? I think twelve with, was kind of
1: quite transitional for me because I'd gone from a school which was a prep school that was in Dorset mm. and it was very much like riding every day. There was like i didn't have my own horse but they had like horses at the school so like it was it was very horsey and very country and when i went to my um secondary school it was everyone was suddenly really grown up and i felt like i wasn't and i remember arriving in like a kind of gap fleece hoodie and everyone was in like crop tops with belly piercings and i was like i need to catch up so you know i was like wow Mm -hmm. i want to fit in with all the other girls did you catch up um I, ha- I remember like enlisting some help from like the older girls in okay. my in my boarding house the first time there was like a school disco with a boys school yeah and i was like and they gave me a makeover and it was like it was like a kind of like a clueless makeover because
2: it sounds like something, it from literally was, like
1: something from clueless yeah and you know they just put makeup on me mm-hmm. and like straightened my hair Cause straighteners then hair straighteners were like only just a thing so but, a ghd
2: yeah it
1: was yeah. like you know, and, and, we know we hadn't. It was just suddenly like exploded. We yeah. hadn't like how have we not had yeah, these yeah. before? Yeah, and they like smoothed They smoothed out my hair and like did you know like a kind of. What was your when you say smoothed out your
2: hair? What was your natural hair? Texture? My hair's
1: naturally wavy.
2: Right. Okay. So you just went for really straight.
1: Yeah, like really like sleet, yeah. like s- uh, like sleek straight hair.
2: Who were the and people you 90s. were looking up to? Like who were celebs? Was it like Christina Aguilera and Britney?
1: Yeah, I can't even think who. I, I guess it was like kind of like Spice Girls. But they put me in a mini kilt with like a black kind of. Uh, like spaghetti strap, like camisole, like tiny top, mm. black heels, and then like eyeliner and like straight hair. Uh, but I know, just remember feeling like another person. That's and quite nice. I had, nice and I had of my them. first snog.
2: Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, in your kilt. <laughs> and it was
1: like, yeah, in <laughs> kilt. That was literally it was about Christina Aguilera.
2: Length. I yeah, think. that sounds like like I was just about to say like the dream kind of young yeah. situation. You go in and you have these lovely older sister yeah. figures who help you out. Um, and then, yeah,
1: like, I think that was what I was kind of like a project. It was probably like fun to to be like okay she needs some help yeah, and yeah. Then, like let's like give her a makeover yeah
2: so was that your experience in the rest of your time then at boarding school
1: it wasn't actually that was like that second like, that was a that was a, kind of that's like a nice memory of like mm. i think the first time of going from and like discovering how you know the makeup and like that could make me feel maybe maybe feel confident and kind of i guess like more grown up but i did find school quite difficult i was i was quite bullied at school and i also had things that were going on like acne I mean, that's still something that I'm dealing with now. But you know, as a teenager, it's 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 difficult, and there was there was quite a lot of teasing and things, not just about acne, but just generally from the other from other girls. Right. Um, and that I went to another school um, where it was quite bad when I was kind of doing GCSEs, that kind of time. But you know, I did. Although they were bullies, I did also have friends, and I would still continue to love the kind of make you know doing makeovers, whether it was. Mm-hmm you know, I would like to do to do them on other people. And from having bad skin, I also like really like kind of wanted to teach myself how to use makeup to cover it up and how to do makeup. So mm. I was really always always playing, like always wanting someone to be my guinea pig to let me like do their makeup. And through that I guess people started to say, Oh, you know, Millie knows how to do makeup. Mm. And then so like the older girls and this kind of helped with the bullying a bit at the school I was at. Remember one of them saying, "Oh, you know, school ball or whatever. Can you do my makeup?" And and she was older than me, so it was kind of like great privilege to be asked to do like an older girl's makeup. And I was like, you know, remember being like so nervous doing it, like so carefully. And um, you know, so that that so it did help me as well.
2: Can we touch on your skin then? So you had acne. Was that just a teen sort of fourteen?
1: Probably, yeah, probably about kind of twelve, thirteen onwards.
2: And was it to the extent where? you would feel self-conscious without makeup did you start yes yeah, yeah okay and so were you wearing makeup to cover it yeah do you remember what you were wearing that was wearing? even at
1: like all girls school yeah. I remember like my I had like two grannies and I think my other granny had also given me some of her like foundation okay and it was like double wear like yeah. um what like Is it the it double, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it was yeah. it was really heavy and it was yeah. I think it was also she was she was always she would wear fake tan or you know she was always quite tanned mm and I think it, the the colour was darker than my skin. So it was like funny, it was like not matching my skin tone.
2: Were you wearing other makeup with it or were you just literally blocking out your face and pretending you're wearing no makeup but covering the spots?
1: It was yeah, it was because it, it was more just like covering the spots. I wouldn't I finally remember. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I would do that like every day, but mm. say I went home for the weekend and or we would do things like maybe go into like a local town to go shopping. Yeah. And I thought, well that there, there might be like, you know, boys there or something I remember always being like,
2: yeah, I have yeah. to put makeup on. To cover so was it, it more about boys, and it, it sounds like it was more about other people than about you. Yeah, I
1: think it was more about other people. But I okay. would, if I, I would use any excuse, any 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 time where where I was like not at school and I was going into public, like into mm. you know, any situation to just I would spend so long getting ready.
2: Were you getting into skincare then at that point as well, or
1: did I think you... my skincare was very basic at that okay. point? I think it was, you know. St. Ives apricot scrub, you know, yeah, <laughs> try and scrub it off, yeah,
2: yeah. I went Girls through those days do not too. Do that. No, it's so bad for yeah. me. A,
1: a oh, lot of yeah. very strong, yeah, drying products, I think, when yeah, yeah, I yeah. a teenager, and I'd say that it really strips your skin and makes it worse. But yeah. the time, you think that you well, it makes it, it gives you the instant do,
2: gratification, doesn't yeah. it? Where you think it's done something, and then yeah. you're like, you don't,
1: you're like, it's stinging, it's yeah. done something, yeah, <laughs> you're like really irritating your skin.
2: Um, so tell me about working at MAC then. So, how did that so you? nurtured this love of makeup so I,
1: loved, I had this love of makeup from you know from being like a teenager mm. and when I left school I, 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 in my back of my mind it was quite strong thought that you know that was something I wanted to pursue and see what I could do with it and I got a job when I left school um, luckily I, my parents just moved to Bath and it was um, the, bar, the Mac in Bath as a Christmas So that's the only way I would kind have of got employed at that time with like no experience Yes. Yeah. Um, obviously I have to do, like Interview process And do You know come in And do some makeup
2: And watch me do it And they do They give you a bit of Basic training as well So then You're going forward Were you thinking I'll be a makeup artist and see what happens in my life I went away And did a
1: bit of travelling And when I came back I knew that I wanted To move to London Right And I actually I did a makeup course When I moved to London Because I'd worked at Mac for a bit But I wasn't like Experienced mm. at all
2: mm.
1: So I did a makeup course Thinking I, I needed to have it Kind of on my CV Yeah um, in hindsight, probably wasn't actually that useful. Yeah. But and it was only it was only a two month course because I think my parents, it like, was my buddy, were like, you know, we're not putting you through like three years of of, of uh, makeup school at like a a uni in London. You do The best ways to learn on the job, exactly. Just, yeah. Exactly the best experience is actually just yeah. being out there doing it and assisting. Yeah. And so I did the course, but I didn't. You know, I don't think it was the best. I don't I think don't the school even exists anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I would do, you know, would work just for free, doing test shoots, trying to build up my book. You know, i being like, I'm terrified going to Hackney Wick at, you know, 8am on a Saturday morning to wake up some like, like, terrified but very sweet like 16 year old like model who hardly, hardly spoke any english in a freezing cold warehouse
2: but again that's quite good training for sort of life isn't it because it you is. have to you learn all these things about being yeah. tough and being on time and and just the sheer professionalism like of makeup artistry and working in that industry it's, yeah. it's quite intense
1: it was yeah. so it was good it was good that it was good to get that experience and go out and get some pictures of my book and mm-hmm. then after a while i was like okay well, i can't you know like work for free I need I need to, to like support myself to live in London so um I applied for a couple more jobs and ended up I didn't get employed at MAC again at the time but they I got a job at Space NK mm-hmm. which actually was great because it was not just one brand and they yeah. they had like Nars, NARS in there they've got Viter- Viteria Chantecaille um you know so they, they must have had about six or seven different cosmetic lines, and then mm-hmm. all of the like skincare as well so then I started, you know, would get a bit of skincare training, like you'd have different reps in on different days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't work full time. I worked about three or four days a week, just um, depend on like the week, I was on a kind of part-time contract. And yeah, it was, it, that was good. Again, it was like working with different people. I mean, it's long days, mm-hmm. like on your feet, okay? Yeah. Um, a
2: few of the guests on the show have worked at Space NK and yeah, they've said the same thing. It's really, great training, yeah. but it's a long day. Yeah, it's a yeah. long
1: day and, yeah. you know, your back hurt and you know those bright lights like really drain you yeah and but it teaches you a lot about you know sales as well and mm-hmm. it's good all oh, good skills to have lots of, and good people skills sometimes yeah. not dealing with nicest people either trying to just be professional <laughs>
2: <laughs> and when you were there did you discover anything that you thought this is amazing because space in case such a trove for products yeah. like was there anything particular that stood out
1: i would use a bit of everything i mean i still like really love like bits of brands that were there like by Terry yeah. or Chant, um, Chantecaille yeah. um was it was they, those were like great brands that love those like French brands mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um but it was it was just interesting learning about the skincare and learning about the skin. Mm-hmm. Um and I think when you're if you're you know you love makeup yeah. when you you know it's all it all for me like it's all very much about the skin and mm-hmm. how having a great base to put your makeup
2: on. Yeah, because you have that understanding. I think that uniquely yeah. people who have had acne understand that once your skin's perfect and glowy, yeah. you can go from there and you yeah. don't need to do as much, but that's the holy grail yeah. kind of thing. So then you started Maybe Chelsea, obviously, and that's when you came so, uh, yeah, to public that awareness. Happened, yeah.
1: And at that time, yeah, I, was, I, I wasn't enjoying like well, it's basically here that mm-hmm. much anymore and I kind of yeah I, I kind of ended it around the time the show started it was yeah. also difficult to film it because they would be like we need to know you need to be available for this many days mm-hmm. and it was hard with that so yeah, yeah it just kind of ended started it at a natural time
2: so seeing yourself on camera I mean I think that you know now we live in an age when lots of people have seen themselves moving on camera and yeah. stuff because of smartphones but there is something when you see yourself in a production and you see yourself walking yeah. and stuff where you're like that's what I look like yeah. and it's quite it's a, shocking yeah it is yeah
1: you're, like, you're suddenly like ooh like it makes it very obvious what is what does and doesn't work for you
2: right yeah and beauty, what, what do you what, like, remember What, and yeah and do you remember anything that you thought didn't work for you at the time or was it
1: I think is it, yeah with makeup just seeing you know okay that was too much flusher or yeah. too much, not enough or mm-hmm. just it depends on whether you're filming in like daylight or what the lighting's like yeah. as
2: well yeah so you suddenly come to have an understanding of yourself almost as a third person yeah so you the way you look to other people becomes a different thing to yeah. your personal yeah experience of yourself what okay. about your hair then For your hair is a really it's a really unique color it's really beautiful so it's, like it's kind of warm changes a bit throughout the year yeah do but you colour it?
1: I don't colour it, but people mm. will say to me, have you changed your hair colour? Yeah, yeah, And it's yeah. just like whether it's been in the sun or it goes darker in the winter.
2: Tell me about your hair challenges then. Is there anything that bothers you about it? Or are you uh, quite... I
1: mean, I've, I feel like I've, I've been through some hair disasters and I've, I have feel like I've got to a good place with it now where I've, I've, I've been using um, Kerastase. Um,
2: mm. oh, okay. Kerastase is amazing. I wanted
1: to grow my hair for my wedding, which is mm. in June, so... I started using that kind of just after Christmas, right. and uh, yeah, and I feel like it's much healthier. I've been having regular yeah. trims. Um, do I don't you go have, to
2: anyone any, in particular?
1: Yeah, I go to um, I see James who, at Daniel Galvin, mm-hmm. and also I, I just try and keep it in good condition with like treatments and treatments
2: at home or treatments in the salon. Um,
1: both. Okay. So in salon, I do one called Dose, which is like a shine treatment. Yeah, which that's the KSS one, isn't it? It's yeah, brilliant. it's yeah. so good. And yeah. then at home, I'll just do like. Once a week, say I'm having a bath, pop a hair mask in for, and leave it in while you're in the bath, or yeah. something like that, just do a bit of maintenance at home.
2: Yeah, it looks in great condition though, it's really shiny. Like,
1: I think you, yeah. I think I'm um, not colouring it, it like helps, That's because okay. like, the thing I do to it to damage it the most is probably heat styling it. Right, yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, with work as well, like, I can have it styled, you know, up to like four or five times a week, mm. maybe like not more than four, but... Thing. Yeah. I try not to wash it too often, not in like an unhypnogenic yeah. way. But well, just like, not every wash day? It every day. Like, more like every three to four. Oh, that's good, okay. Like twice a
2: week. Do you use a lot of dry shampoo then, always? Your- yeah, yeah. Dry shampoo. Okay. Do you have a favourite? Um, I've
1: try- I liked the one, Sam McKnight one. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: a re- Here's a cool fact A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact.
2: bigger problem Can we talk a bit about wellness it features a lot in your life yeah um so were you always interested in looking after yourself or is that something Not
1: really I don't I mean
2: but you're naturally I slender can... so was that I'm
1: naturally slim yeah but I was never interested in exercise or sport at all when I was younger like okay. I was the opposite I was like I hate sport mm-hmm. and I mean I liked I was outdoorsy as a kid but like when I was a teenager I just yes, I, so you didn't, do, I didn't na- like yeah. team sports like I didn't yeah. um I wasn't enthusiastic about having yeah, yeah, to be out on a games field and like yeah. freezing cold and then when I was in sixth form even when we were given the option to do you know yoga or mm. you could go to the gym or you could do like trampolining mm. you could do like so many different things and I just didn't take advantage of it I just was yeah I would just sit She sit at the back of the gym and like play cards like I just was like they,
2: yeah because in my school they see this thing that you had like two sessions a week and you yeah, could choose, yeah, what you and yeah, so you choose what you want yeah. to
1: do yeah and now I was like I wish I'd I'd gone, started getting into yoga, or but I just yeah. wasn't in that in that headspace mm. at all. Like I just,
2: I think you have to want it, though, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And what's so what,
1: everyone doing weights? Like, oh. <laughs> well, like to be fair, none of the girls at that age at that time were, were doing it, but all the, it yeah. would just be all the guys in there like kind yeah. of grunting and sweating. And I and I, if you said to me then like you'll you'll love weights one day, I would have been like never.
2: But that was what like ten years ago because I think yeah, exercising more, yeah, sort changed, of now yeah. is like something people do for as part of their wellness, almost as part of their beauty routine, but yeah. then it was very much like, I want big muscles, so I'll exercise. It was.
1: Or, I yeah. think it, do, it definitely feels really different. And I yeah. remember I struggled with with wanting to exercise and liking the idea of it and, and actually implementing it into my life as something that I did regularly. It took, it took me a while. So how did you do it and what made I think you it? Do took it took me about at least maybe from like first thinking okay, I actually want to do it to actually, it probably took me about two years. Okay. To actually getting, okay, like a routine that was regular. So
2: what did you start with?
1: Maybe I got like dragged to something with a friend.
2: Mm-hmm. Like a class? like a,
1: Yeah, like yeah. a class. And mm-hmm. that was like a good way to start it. I think the one of the first things I think I did is like buy some equipment online, like mm-hmm. like resistance bands, a ball, um, a couple of things. And I just thought, I'm just going to do it on my own. Yeah. And try to do it with like a, a DVD. And that lasted about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Cool. And the, and, the, and the resistance band, I think it like pinged and like hit me in the face. And, mm-hmm.
2: and you're just, like, I'm sorry <laughs> for this, so I'm not no, doing no, it. No, yeah.
1: This isn't gonna yeah. work out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this isn't for me.
2: Yeah.
1: And then I think I tried to go to like a yoga class. I was like, okay, I think I could do yoga. And I went and I don't think I'd done my research properly. I just went to a class mm. and it said it was mixed. And I thought, okay, mixed levels, like it would be fine. Or maybe it was even like a beginner's class, and everyone was just knew what they were doing and was doing like headstands. And I just I felt so like uncomfortable that I yeah. didn't know what I was doing. I just left. Yeah, and I just stood up and left. It's really intimidating. And it really scarred me. I was like, it took me a little while to get yeah. back to a yoga class. Yeah, and then a friend took me to um, a reformer Pilates class. And I've never found anything so painful in my life.
2: This sounds like a montage in a film. You know when they're like, and um, Millie tried all the different yeah. things. Yeah, I'm
1: there, like falling off the river. Yeah, 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 by, yeah, like yeah. being so like, yeah. so, my balance was so bad.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So those are like my kind of first memories of, of being like, okay, I'm going to try to exercise. And, and all of them I was like, nah, I, you know, I remember going like looking around the gym thinking if I wanted to get a membership and then being like chickening out. Like mm-hmm. I just like wasn't yeah. quite ready to like yeah. take it on as actually like a life change that would be something... I did every day, yeah. or like most days. Yeah, and then I went. I got a trainer. It must have been about. I think it was. I was about twenty-three. So okay. This journey probably started when I was about twenty-one. When I was on Made in Chelsea, mm-hmm. when I think I suddenly, suddenly started to think about not losing weight, just about being like t- looking after my body and just being like wanting to be feel like toned.
2: Yeah, but it goes back also slightly to seeing yourself, doesn't it? Yeah, like, it not does. that I, again. Like you are my, very slender, but yeah. Does,
1: does change though like yeah. I'm, I can it can go up and down mm-hmm. by like half a stone in like a month like easily I
2: think that's very common for women yeah, yeah.
1: so I maybe would yeah sometimes like look back over a year and be like oh okay at that time I felt you know my like normal weight, mm-hmm. and at that time I felt slightly less than it and some that time looking back okay I was a bit over it and you mm-hmm. can tell from an image like it was showing in my face yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. I could even just see it in like the fullness of my face or but yeah. on TV like in a tight outfit like and I think yeah, I didn't start to be think. Oh, I, I should lose weight. It was just wanting to 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 feel like toned and healthy. Yeah. Or when I was you know working um, at Space OK, it was a lot, I it was you know I wasn't. At, I remember looking back on it now, I wasn't at all conscious of what I ate. Mm. I would eat like a ham and cheese baguette every day for lunch and not understand why I would like crash all yeah. afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it just it just didn't yeah. even occur to me. Yeah, that what to I like, ever think about exactly. Yes, yeah, so you were eating, eating food
2: eating. just to fill your stomach yeah. up you weren't thinking about I, I yeah. was never
1: thinking about the nutritional value of yeah. anything yeah, yeah, and then that so this, that was when I was like about you know 2021 20, and then it probably started to change because when I started to get into exercise I started to work out with a trainer Right. it took me a good couple of months to get used to it mm. like I would if I found it really hard to go home like you know I'd have like fights with my trainer um, and I would also just be so sore yeah I remember the soreness because I was I was using muscles I'd never used and like Looking back now, like my my form was so bad. Like I was, you know, do a squat, and I just couldn't even get my body into that position. Yeah, yeah. I know. My flexibility was awful, so it took me like a long time, lots of stretching and stuff as well, to Mm -hmm. and lots of things to mobilise my body. But you
2: persisted.
1: I think I start. Yeah, I started to see results after about two or three months in my in my body, and and also how it started to make me feel. And I Mm. think I kind of got hooked after that.
2: Mm. And so now, what does your exercise routine look like?
1: So, yeah, I've experimented with different things like over the, over the years, and um, I, I like to mix and match and do different classes.
2: Do you still see a trainer?
1: Um, not currently, but if I if I, if I'm training for something specific, I, I think I'll go back to doing you know yeah. two or three sessions a week with a trainer, where you're doing you know a specific like lower body workout, mm-hmm. or upper body workout, or mm. just like a mobility workout. I think it is good to have that. Um, one-to-one where they might you know notice okay that side of your body is weaker and you need yeah. to strengthen that and they can help with yeah. you know but you've got your day-to-day day routine with my day-to-day routine i yeah. feel like i've got got it quite down at the moment um and also, nice i might do like i might work out with a trainer but like with a friend
2: mm-hmm. so what does an average day look like then in terms of like fitness and like in terms of looking at your fitness and health like mm. what time do you get up
1: so i probably get up between six thirty and 7
2: okay and do you work out straight away or eat I, straight
1: like, away. I wake. I wake up. I do a meditation.
2: Okay.
1: And then I have get yeah, up like put my gym kit on. Have a, a sort of protein shake with like nut butter matcha. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I've like, kind of cut coffee out, but I'll have put, like a bit of matcha powder in, which just you know, gives you a bit of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll use like a vegan um, protein powder. I like I like vanilla mm-hmm. flavor, and then um, put some nut butter in with a bit of almond milk and a bit of ice and that's yeah. it's like it's like a delicious vanilla milkshake yeah sounds really it's nice. yummy yeah uh, but I like look forward to having it yeah which I think what it should be it shouldn't be like punishment it's, for like, sure yummy yeah some people like hey, it's a it spinach and you go not no yeah They're,
2: no and if you like it you're much more likely to do it
1: aren't yeah. you yeah and then so I I've gone through phases of eat, not eating before I exercise as well but I'm going for a phase now where I feel like I need something yeah I go with kind of what my body's telling me mm-hmm. but like have have something in my stomach go and do a workout around um, between like kind of around 7.30 7.45 Mm. or 8 o'clock kind of time yep
2: at the gym or? Oh yeah
1: I go to classes so I might do spinning yoga pilates TRX circuits Mm
2: -hmm. great
1: so I try to do about 4 or 5 a week wow but different not not 5 of any of them or not like it would probably be not more than 2 of one thing yeah so you're a very
2: routine person then
1: either at the gym or at home Mm -hmm. shower and eat
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um and then i'd normally have like my eggs eggs and avo toast or so you kind of have
2: two breakfasts yeah yeah and then um and And that's probably
1: about by that i'm probably showering eating about by like nine and then i'm kind of like set ready for the day
2: yeah great you must feel really good come nine yeah when you've done all of that you're quite good with nutrition now. Did you go and research it a bit? Or how did so you come to I'd knowing? i
1: say, I've learned a lot from different trainers mm. because they've all um, had a lot of knowledge in... Some of them have had different opinions on what's good to eat, but they've all had kind of a lot of similar opinions about Yes, yeah, there's a crossover, know, isn't there? There's crossover yeah. of, you know, foods that are, are better for youth, foods that are better to avoid. Um, like, I remember I used to just have, like, you know... Porridge with like honey and banana hmm. before I worked out, and then my trainer was like, You know, that's better to have afterwards because you know you'll burn it off. Where if, you, yeah. if you're having it before, you're like burning off the sugar from the banana, like in your workout, yeah. and, not, yeah, yeah. You're not, and not any fat, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like didn't know that, so you know, I think like picking up at a bit of time, I was like, Oh, you're being ridiculous, like, of course, I'm gonna my porridge when I like didn't listen mm-hmm. to him. It took me a while to actually for it to click into place yeah. in my head and actually understand why he was saying it and
2: also the further you walk down that path yeah. the more you understand these things So you gain, gain again I
1: like, like the exercise it took me a while mm. to, I started to be aware of what people were saying about what was healthier to eat but I wasn't like ready to mm. make, mm. Yeah, to make take change it I was yeah. like ah yeah, okay <laughs> but I'll get a bit it because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to change my lifestyle that yeah. much yeah. and then slowly it starts to like implement itself yeah. and you find yourself I don't know buying sweet potato or I don't know, just, like, swapping things up.
2: Yeah. No, I know. I I do exactly the same. I kind of learn one thing, and then you'll just switch things in. And you're like, this is just as easy. And I feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You said you meditate. Do you do... Is that for your, sort of, just well-being? Do you do anything for your mental health to sort of look after yourself? I'd say
1: it's for, you know, it's for mental health. It's for... but I would count that as for my overall well-being. Yeah. Uh, I love Headspace, but there's lots of apps. I've also done a TM course, which I did a particularly... After a particularly stressful time in my life... And so that's transcendental meditation, where it's like mantra based, and I found that incredibly helpful at the time. And it's it's two um, twice a day, it's twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I found that really like transformative at the time.
2: And you're quite good at sticking to it then. Every well, day. I've
1: gone back to kind of doing like a ten minute Headspace in the morning okay. again now. But sometimes I might be like oh i just feel like doing a, a longer one today and just it just depends what mood i'm in but most of the time i know i will do a 10 minute headspace mm-hmm. first thing when i wake up like before i you know look at my emails before i
2: in bed still or do you just go somewhere and do it
1: um it depends on whether whether my other half yes. i still asleep okay. but just i try to go to like one of the to a room on my own like so right. if he's still
2: yeah yeah so you're not trying to go if he's yeah. left the house
1: already yeah. then i'll do it in bed if he's still in bed i'll go into the yeah. living room
2: I need to talk to you about how luminous you look and your makeup in general Thank now. Um, so, you, your makeup range, which I've been playing with, is. Yes, you've just
1: been playing with it. I have
2: been playing you. with it. Now, I really like the highlighter. I think the highlighter is fantastic. You. The powder one. I like a powder highlighter, yeah. I think it's really good. So, tell me about sort of putting it together and what your aim was for the brand. Like, what were you thinking when you started it? So, when I was when
1: I so this is the second year. Yes. Got, I've got my beauty collection in boots. Yes so it was definitely thinking about like what is my what are my essential core like piece of makeup like what products are my essentials that I use every day that take you know that are basically the makeup look that I want to wear every day Mm. take it from day to night that basically just like fit into my lifestyle and are products that I want to use because they're easy to use they're easy to apply formulas are great you know the textures the colours it lasts you know they've got longevity universally flattering you've got like great applicators and I love that things come in sets as well because I think that that's really nice for the customer as well you've got you know products that are just like essentials for your handbag and then things that come in a kit as well like the brow set or you can get kind of like a glow set
2: mm-hmm. and is it fair to say because what I was thinking when I was looking at them is the colorways are so you so it's effectively like if you know because your look is, it is it's glowy it's golden there's a hint yeah. of pink you know but it's your makeup is is beautiful makeup I would say
1: I like to kind of highlight what's naturally there yeah I'm a kind of I'm an eyes or a lip girl mm-hmm. not to say you know both together don't look good it's just I think I've tried and tested it on my face yeah and, and it's, a, it's a bit harsh if I have both so I like to accentuate mm-hmm. either do a natural lip and a highlight and a kind of a bit of an eye look or I like to do a natural eye and do a lip Mm-hmm. And I'm all about the skin. That and as yeah. you said, like the makeup, learning about skincare. I think and it, you know, lots of makeup artists that are, are all all the makeup artists I know are obsessed with making the skin look really healthy yeah. because it is your it's your canvas, it's your base. Yeah. And you want to you want to start that because it it's what you you know it's almost like the first thing you see. Obviously, you look at the eyes and the lips, but you do notice mm. skin.
2: Yeah. Or rather, if skin's wrong, you don't notice the other things. Yeah. So, what are your makeup favorites, both from your range and from other brands, yeah. What do you put on your face at the moment?
1: So my makeup favorites, um, as as a base, and um, i have always been a love lover of tinted moisturizers. Yeah. Even like with with suffering with acne, I find that I prefer the coverage from a tinted moisturizer
2: mm-hmm.
1: with concealer, heavy duty concealer on blemishes. That's the
2: makeup artist in you, though, because many people who have acne would do the opposite and, and going, put a heavy yeah. coverage everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh, makeup like artists would always say that. Skin. Yeah,
1: coming through, and I find that if you cover, the heavy coverage everywhere, yeah, it just masks your skin, and you mm-hmm. end up ultimately when I, when I look at someone's face or when someone's looking at me, I want them to see me and not just makeup. I yeah. want them to see me coming through and yeah. not just like a mask. I've used loads over the years I used to use Shantakai um, Just Skin. Mm-hmm ages and now I'm obsessed with Lancome's um skin feels good yeah and it, it's like such a gorgeous texture but it does cover as well I used that's actually what we used on my, for my wedding oh brilliant um okay. and I've been obsessed with it since yeah so that's my kind of everyday um tinted moisturizer and then if I want to, a bit of a little bit of extra glow I add a little bit of my illuminator in with it just okay just literally like a tiny pea-sized amount mm-hmm and then or you can also just like dab it onto the cheekbones mm-hmm. and also it comes in the powder as well
2: is that what you've got on today yeah yeah because it looks really glowy really yeah mm.
1: then i would use um i really for like for blemishes um still order do a. um double wear pot. concealer pop yeah, yeah
2: yeah yeah that's brilliant
1: actually I, we covered a ta- my tattoo with it last week did you so I'm like it's, <laughs> that's, that's how that's me amazing covers. where's your tattoo I've got a lower back one and I was yeah. wearing a, a really low dress to um, Julian McDonald's so. oh I saw that yeah so we covered yeah, covered it with yeah, yeah. concealer so I'm like that yeah. gives me like confidence that it's got like staying power. Like, What is your tattoo? It. Do you not want... It's, it's, no, I, it's a butterfly. I just got it when I was really young. And right, it was just okay. distracting from the look of the dress. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So you do get it out sometimes, but you felt that on this occasion. I mean, I
1: don't know. I rarely actually like, would wear... Because I'm a such. a I I always wear high waist now. Right. But right? when I was younger, it was like the the jeans that were so low, they were yeah, always yeah, yeah. decent. Yeah. Oh,
2: should have yeah.
1: about it. <laughs> and it would always be the midriff and like the lower yeah. back on display. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Always saying, "Oh." Get
2: cold. Yeah, know? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I care? No, and it's all about that look. All that about that it.
1: look. Yeah, yeah.
2: Sorry, I've totally gone off your makeup no, favourites. No, <laughs> Find your but, way back in. So yeah. I, really, I rarely do
1: yeah. it now unless I'm wearing a bikini. But yeah, um, makeup favourites. So I love like a pinky nude lip for mm-hmm. my kind of like everyday look I've got on today. Mm-hmm. um And again, like a kind of peachy pink blush. Mm-hmm. I think just really. Brightest of complexion. Yeah. You're feeling a bit tired. Yeah. Um, you're feeling like your skin's not looking its freshest. Yeah. Um, like a little bit of the pinky nude lipstick that I've got in my line and a, and a like little pop of blusher on yeah. the cheek just like yeah. lifts. And so it just, like just like, look, so you look fresh. Yeah. Just look also, also and what cool. about brows and lashes? Are you... Oh, well, I want to use... For brows and lashes again the first thing I do normally even if I'm just going to the gym I would just do a bit of brows Okay. I just like to fill them in a little bit I like blend the two lighter shades from yeah, my brow yeah. kit yeah. and then use a little bit of the um, brow gel just to keep them in place I've got quite long yeah. <laughs> eyebrows yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah they are quite long actually yeah aren't they are like, oh, the hairs yeah. like go a bit quick and I wake up yeah. sometimes they're a bit scary <laughs> do you
2: trim them or do you just use um,
1: them I do, I do I go to a um, place called high definition beauty oh right and they trim them for yeah you, they yeah. do it they yeah, do yeah. it all yeah. and mascara i've loved since i was uh, the first mascara i had was a Lan- was lancome hypnose mm-hmm. mascara mm-hmm. and i it would you know literally you because you could layer it on and i wanted that like spider's mm. legs like lashes look mm. um which i probably don't do it as long as i used to now yeah. but i love that mascara and i've now i've got mascara in my beauty line um this year and i didn't do one last year and i was like i, I am such a mascara girl yeah.
2: Yeah, that's part of your. Look, I will, isn't I would it, go yeah?
1: out without mascara, on, and I do sometimes
2: who do you, that. Who are your beauty role models? Like, if you're looking at other people, who do you really like? Who do
1: you really like? Um, Blake Lively. Oh yeah. Gorge. Okay. Um, Rose to Whiteley. Yeah.
2: So yeah, like I would polish. I would put you in that bracket though. That's the kind of look I'd assume you liked. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, so final question. Um, it's about being in the public eye, and I just think the intensity of people looking at you it must be really quite something, and. There's been this revolution recently in the approach towards aging, and I just wondered if because now we're seeing so many women who are like 50 in beauty campaigns and things. And I I just want, yeah, and I just wondered how whether you feel that people, not saying to you because you're so young, but how you feel about the thing about aging now. Is that something that you think it's is more acceptable? Is that the impression you're getting from people?
1: I think it's just you know, I don't want to. I think there is a trend out there for a lot of people to start doing things to their faces when they're quite young. I think the scary thing about it is that you can start to actually look older from doing too much. And and your age also becomes almost like unidentifiable. You just look done. Yeah. <laughs> Each their own. Completely respects everyone's own decision. Mm. But I think it's nice to keep a bit of expression in your face as well. Because yeah. it's like you want to show some character in your face and, you know, I think if your face tells the story of like the journey that you've been on in your life. Mm and it's, it's a shame to like rub that all out yeah yeah. I, I think agree. it's charming as well I think I yeah. love people's features when it's like the little quirks about them that make them so beautiful and think about like yeah. yes I'm gonna if you have laughed lines at least you've had a good laugh
2: yeah 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 quite but you
1: know ne- who knows in the future but I, I hope I can age yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: gracefully and I think it's about like looking after yourself mm-hmm. and you know,
2: taking that seriously as well. Yeah, being healthy to so
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm like so. I can't believe <laughs> I at the sun earlier. <laughs> no, in I night.
2: know it's so annoying, isn't it? Are you good at wearing SPF now? Yeah, good.
1: always.
2: Yeah. Now. Thank you so okay. much for coming on the show, Millie. So that was Millie Macintosh. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and do let me know if you've tried any of the products. I am particularly fond of the illuminator and highlighter that we spoke about in the episode. I think they do great things to a cheekbone. So, I'll be back next week with a new guest. In the interim, do please subscribe, rate, and review. And I will see you next week. Bye.
0: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.